hopes and fears. Tune in daily, don't miss a single show. Sign up for the newsletter, let us help you grow. Taking risks, making moves, seeking success. Together we'll conquer, no room for any less. Listen now. Good morning, it is Tuesday, January 23rd. Forewarned, I have a lot to go over today. Uh, the market chock full of opportunities, uh, things to avoid. <laughs> um, but I do want to start out with, I, I started the Reddit community, and let me see if it's over here on, uh, I don't know, did I put it? I think I put it on, um, uh, there it is, the, the, down at the bottom, Daily Stock Pick Reddit community. I started this, boomer alert, I don't know what's going on over here, I have no clue. Um, I'm here on Reddit, let me know what I should post over here. Uh, there's a couple of people who have joined, uh, 16 members right now. If you want to be a moderator, just get in touch with me. Just ask me to be a moderator because your, your boy here, he's old. I, I got to learn And I don't know if I have the attention span to actually learn it. Uh, I watched Dumb Money last night on Netflix. Uh, FYI, we will talk about Netflix and the earnings and how I like to play it. Um, but I watched Dumb Money last night, and it's all about uh, the, the, the GameStop situation. Fantastic. I, I, I highly recommend anybody that listens to this will enjoy Dumb Money. It is absolutely fantastic. And let's just say I like the stock. <laughs> uh, China regulators are focused on the market, so the stock, all of those stocks popped. We were talking about Baba. There's a rumor Jack Ma has been um, th- that he has been buying shares. I don't think it's a rumor. I think it's real. Uh, we just talked about China stocks to get it out of the way. Do not invest in China um, right now. They are are still in the middle of a huge um, uh, housing crisis. Uh, the economy needs to be propped up. More than likely, they will prop it up. I think there are much better places in this country and in this stock market that you can put your money. So just make sure that you, uh, you, you know, for for China stocks, I'd rather see you miss the bottom and miss the first ten to twenty percent of the gain, and get the second twenty to thirty percent of the gain or forty percent. But it, it should be a fairly big rebound when it does rebound. Again, you can trade those stocks, but understand that you need to put your stop losses very tight. And when you have a profit, take your profit. Uh, kind of like a triple levered ETF. Yesterday, Dow, S&P, and NASDAQ uh, closed at all-time highs. Bumpy, bumpy ride. If we take a look at QQQ and I go down to a five-minute chart, and we t- take a look at just yesterday, um, you'll see uh, here we started out uh, January 22nd, right about here. It was bumpy. I mean, the queues were just bumpy yesterday. Um, we opened up higher uh, and, and we just went down. So we're up 0.18 today, uh, percent in pre market. It's not moving much. Uh, you know, we had a couple of earnings shockers, uh, but nothing's really moving. We haven't lost confirmation. The Bollinger Bands, that bottom portion is still moving up. We still have the volume shelf here at about 411. That's where you're looking at, at, at support levels. Uh, in my opinion, uh, the MACD crossing up instead of crossing down. We saw that the RSI quickly below 50. We saw this bounce and we're quickly oversold. So will we wind up uh, up today? I would expect we would wind up down today. Nothing huge, but I would expect that we wind up down. We'll go over kind of why, because the earning it is earning season. Netflix reports at the end of the bell. Go over that. 
Um, one stock that uh, reported and saw a huge bump is United Airlines, um, and it's uh, United Airlines UAL is the symbol. Uh, they're up seven percent. Um, interesting kind of float here was uh, maybe United Airlines should buy Spirit because they get 170 planes right away versus waiting for Boeing to finish their planes um, because they are in need of those planes this year. Kind of interesting thought, but uh, 4127 is where you are in the pre-market. That's about 41 right here. I don't like airlines. I mean, we'll get asked about in the social uh, requests. I'll get asked about United. I just don't like airlines. I think you can play them. I think you can play them here uh, for a decent pop um, because I do think that they'll be able to. They have some pricing power. And so that's what you're seeing is they have pricing power. And so United, I I think best in class is Delta. Uh, Procter & Gamble missed. Um, I own this stock. I should be trimming it, to be honest with you. Um, But they missed. It hasn't been fantastic. You're seeing this trading range. Uh, they are up 2.99%. Um, it was just a little miss. So they're getting kind of, you know, they're up at 152, which is in this neighborhood. Um, the four hour has you out. It probably will get you back in in the next couple of sessions. If we look at a weekly on this one, you're just kind of putting in, you know, the, the top here, you're not breaking the 200 day. You're kind of put, you know, coming up above this volume shelf. So nothing huge. 3M, uh, 3M stocks declines on disappointing earnings guidance. I don't like this stock. And I've gone over this. Their lawsuit from the military, um, from veterans about earplugs. I just don't think they handled it well. I don't like this company. Uh, it is down, uh, let's see, 6% in pre-market to 101. If you wanted to invest in this, I think you'd wait for it to hit um, just under 100. And I think 100 is probably a decent decent price for this stock. But read this article um, because they did pr- provide weak guidance. And that's where they're getting really killed. So you can read that article. Verizon, on the other hand, uh, they top Q4 sales, uh, strong growth. And, and this one was a beaten down stock. It's a capital heavy position, a capital heavy business. Uh, I have Verizon as my phone service provider. And if you want to get visible, uh, visible right here, get $20 off your first month. They have a special going on right now where it's $20 for the first two years per month for the service that I have. So you can click, use the link tree and click on that. Um, but they are up 3.5% at 41. Uh, this one, I would rather see you, if you're going to go into Verizon, I'd rather see you use a long-term chart. And this long-term is a weekly. And so you can see the 50, the 200-day is still negative. The 50-day hasn't completely turned around. The Bollinger Bands are wide open. You do have confirmation. The MACD just crossed the oscillator. Uh, it is an overbought stock at 61, but it is a highly beaten down stock. Um, they did beat. Forecast was good. Forecast fine. If you wanted to get into this one, it is not going in the core portfolio. They do have a decent dividend. Um, and it was yielding significantly higher right now because the price, uh, the, the stock is up. It's 6.79. Uh, year to date, this is up 5%. It's going to be up another couple of percent just today. Um, the average target price is 41.71. You're trading at $41. Now it's going to get some upgrades based on this. The last uh, time um, Citigroup said buy uh, from 42 to 45. 
uh, January 4th, um, Wolf Research said 46. So you probably do have some pretty good upside on this. Buying it at 40, you could make a nice 10% pop, and you collect the dividend while you're getting it. So Verizon, you can read this article and see it. Apple added to Bank of America's US one lick. Jazz Phar- uh, Pharmaceuticals was taken out. Apple was put back in. Now, what I want you to notice, and I'll put this in the newsletter, these two things, generative AI features coming to the iPhone this year, could result in a stronger multi-year upgrade cycle because they will need newer phones. Uh, meanwhile, Vision Pro could surpass iPad revenues over time as spatial computing takes hold. Apple shares were a little changed in pre-market. That is true. Apple shares are pre- not changed much in pre-market. But Apple is, you know, what, 50%, 60% of my portfolio? They're at 194 Where should you have bought? Well, maybe at this 184 where the algorithm told you to buy in because the algorithm over 24 months makes you 39% versus 18.3%. Um, just buy and hold. Now, it's up 0.24. You do have some headwinds on Apple with some um, some issues about, uh, you know, the, the app store. You're just at the, you know, the oscillator. The, the MACD's just crossed up. You're at the oscillator. It's a little bit overbought. Uh, am I adding at 194? No. Because I do think that you top out at 200. I think getting over 200 is extremely difficult. You can see right here, uh, we've topped out a couple of times. It's called a double top. Um, and 200 is the one that you have to get over. So I don't want you buying into this one right now. I think you could add to it if you have a long-term view. Um, but I, I just don't think that there's any bad time to add Apple. And, and, and again, Bank of America just named them as the top pick. Now, Donald Trump's win, uh, his SPAC, DWAC, this one has gone nuts. And, and I, I got asked about it. What do you think about it? It was a SPAC. Um, and this is extended. They have no financial plan whatsoever. This is not a company that is making money. They are losing money. Uh, it is t- total hype. I wouldn't own it. Um, I'm abiding by my own rules where if I owned this one, um, I would lose sleep. And and it's not it has nothing to do with Trump. has everything to do with the business. The business of this business, it, it's just a horrible, horribly run business. Um, we can take a look at it. It's losing money. Um, you know, in, in the seeking, we'll go over to Seeking Alpha. They're losing $25 million and it's a SPAC. They don't have any kind of forward plan about making money. It's a SPAC. They didn't need to provide any details. So DWAC, I would not get into this. The average target price, there is none. It's not even covered. Um, you can. They don't say it. Trump barely owns any, any of this anymore. But DWAC with his wins, yeah, it's going up. Uh, trade it. Don't own it. I, I think you can read this article uh, about it. Um, the, the wild moves are the volatility seen in GameStop, Bed Bath & Beyond, and meme stocks. Um, so, you know, you can read about it. Uh, you can do more. Uh, seeking alpha analysts, say sell. Wall Street, not covered. Quant, not covered. So there's nothing to this stock. I just don't. I think you can trade it. But I think just, you know, dumb money. Last night, perfect. I am the boomer telling everybody when you're up 40, 50%, sell it. I am that boomer. If you believe in it and you're sleeping fine, don't worry. Don't worry. Again, don't worry. Um, There were several stocks 
including a couple that are in the core portfolio that reached 52-week lows yesterday. One of them, uh, XOM. XOM, you know, this is energy trade has just lost it. I mean, energy trade at some point in time comes back because the valuation is just that. The supply is out there. Um, The demand is not. With China moving down, uh, we just have tons of supply. BABA. We went over BABA. I would not invest in uh, China right now. BABA is up to to, to 6% in pre-market. It could be a pop. You can trade on a shorter time frame. Not a problem. NEO, uh, another China stock. Baidu, another China stock. And JD, all hit 52-week lows. So um, that's that's your update on that one. Netflix gets a stunner. (laughs) WWE writes, starting in 2025 next year, WWE, uh, my brother was a producer for WWE during the heyday when The Rock and Stone Cold and stuff were out there. These fans are nuts, and I still know some of these fans. Um, There are people my age who are into this. They know it's scripted. They know it's fun. The actual athletes of wrestling are tremendous. Um, You can ask, you know, if you ever get a chance to meet The Rock or Stone Cold or any of these wrestlers, the stories they tell are amazing. These guys are on the road doing up to four or five shows a week and getting slammed around like that. They they go through injury. I mean, it's just crazy, crazy. But they did get a stunner, and WWE is huge, um, huge for Netflix. Remember, they now have live sports. So in 2025, they are going to put on live sports with this. How are we playing this? Well, I looked at a couple. um, I'm going to bring up my notes here. Uh, I looked at a couple of uh, of earnings. I I, I like this. Full disclosure, I like this going into earnings. It's up 1.35% with the WWE news. Um, I checked a couple of strategies in TrendSpider. And if you want to check out strategies, I think you can just type in Netflix. There's a squeeze here, a squeeze strategy. Um, let me just type in Netflix and I don't want the auto thing. So we can look at the squeeze here. Uh, it, essentially what I, what I want to tell you is all of these had you in at about 480, 485, somewhere in that neighborhood. Um, so I, in my mind, I think it's a good one. Um, I think it's a really good stock. I've been adding around 450, 470. I've got a good position. Am I buying more going into earnings? I very well might. I mean, this is they, they probably have a good news story. Um, that that would be my thing is with the good news story of the, of uh, the 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 um, WWE coming in. Uh, with the good news story of advertising revenue, with the good news story of potentially political advertising coming in, um, I like this one. Now, I, I'm going to put this in the the, the newsletter as well. I'm not going to put the four hour in because it's the obvious one, but the weekly is 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 the one that I want you to point out because a month ago on December 25th, I posted this in the newsletter. I said Netflix has been going great. It's clear on the weekly we still have room to go up. That's 47% to the all-time highs of 700. That's where I think you're going. The valuation is still crazy. But during this candle, the stock opened at 489 and it closed at 486. You're putting in capitulation here before earnings. Uh, Your support level would come down to 419. The reason I think this is a good opportunity for this stock 
is because long term, I think that's where you're going. I think you use this this 200-day here at about 420 or so as a stop. You know, maybe you go down 10%. But but with a stock like this, I don't think that you're hurt uh, for the long term. And I think you could absolutely dollar cost average your way into this. This is the king of the streamers. So I like this one. I like going into earnings. That would be my play. I'm typically, I'm holding. If I buy more, I may let you know. But, you know, again, don't listen to a douche on the internet. Uh, Western Digital. This one was interesting. Uh, Stock rose 5% on Monday after it replaced NVIDIA as Morgan Stanley's top pick. But the firm remained very positive on NVIDIA's prospect as well. So here's the thing. Uh, Western Digital and, and NVIDIA, both in the quant, have holds. If we go and we look at Western Digital here, um, Western Digital, it's got a profitability, a D-plus, growth F. It is ranked 7 out of 26 in the sector. And have I mentioned a the, the stock that's number one? It is SMCI. So have I mentioned that before, that stock? But Western Digital is their top pick. It's Goldman Sachs' top pick. Uh, I just found it interesting that when I was uh, looking at it, uh, I found out that SMCI is the top. Uh, and SMCI, we can go over here. Let's take a look at SMCI. It is down 3% at 422. I said yesterday that I do think that it's probably coming down bef- to between 410, um, 400. I expect 400 at some point in time. If the gu- earnings blow away the guidance, I expect 450. I think we're trading between this 400 and 450 up into earnings. So if you wanted to get in here, there's a gap. Um, I, this is what I wrote yesterday. I expect to settle a little down near 400 to 410 range. Earnings are coming up, and the only thing that will derail this is any mention of margin deterioration. That's it. That was in the note in the newsletter yesterday. That's all I have to say about that one. But I really, really like that stock. Uh, these, I will include this link in the newsletter, and it's a list um, from Seeking Alpha uh, of the top leveraged ETFs. And you can see USD is the top one. Uh, NVDL is the other top one. Uh, TECL is the top one. I found this one nail, Home Builders. It's a triple levered ETF. I found this one interesting um, because Home Builders, you do have, we're in the middle of uh, earnings week, and I think there's a couple of Home Builders that are reporting. Uh, it's been on a run, uh, but you just had a MACD cross up at 112, uh, and the MACD is, is lower. So could you be going on a, uh, a run here with Nail? It's an interesting one. Uh, in fact, I've got to add this to the leveraged ETFs. Uh, if you are subscribed in, um, in TrendSpider, you will get an update. Nail is now in there. I'm going to add a couple of these to the, uh, to the levered ETFs list. But if you're interested, go over here. Add them to your own list. Create your own list. There's up and down. You can see there's, uh, let's see, we'll go down. It's 82. 82. They're two times levered, 1.5 times levered. It's just a great, great list uh, of uh, stocks. Speaking of levered ETFs, um, uh, let's look at DPST because that's one that's uh, on the regional banks. Uh, and I do think it has an opportunity. This one is up 1%. I said, hey, this 89, I, was, I should have bought it yesterday at 91. It's at 95 right now. Uh, you're seeing a volume shelf build up here at 99. Uh, if you go back here, just th- there's a bunch of people that bought it up here. So I do think it's got uh, some legs to 99. Um, but there are some banks that report this week. So I, I like DPST. 
Uh, one in the core portfolio that I had noticed, Roblox. Uh, it dipped under 40. And I had said when you get to 40, uh, I think you should get it. We had a cross up here at $40.46. It's down below the oscillator on the MACD. The RSI is kind of in no man's land at 54. The earnings are coming up on February 6th. They may pull an SMCI and they may pre-announce a little bit here. Um, I would probably get in at $40. I mean, it's at $41.56 right now. If it comes back down near 40, I think that's a, probably a buy. Here's the thing. I looked at this article. Goldman says these stocks will, uh, with weak pricing power, can outperform. Uh, what would you see? XLC. And they break it up by um, the, the spider sector. XLC, the top one is Roblox. That's interesting to me. Gross margin, five-year history, average level 18%. Uh, if they can cre- create that, uh, that 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 gross margin, I think you see this one pop back to 50. So Roblox is one that uh, if we look at it from a quant perspective, uh, it's a hold at 2.91. The valuation, the growth, the profitability, it's hard for me to recommend this. It is in the core portfolio as a long one. The top one is Nintendo. Uh, it's the only one that's actually in green at 3.65. But Roblox is down here at 9. Hua is at 10 with the Chinese regulators uh, releasing kind of their hold on uh, gaming. That's an interesting one. Uh, Palantir. Palantir was interesting yesterday. Again, it's the core portfolio. Uh, The algo has you in at 16, 16.51. You're at 17.56. You're above the 200-day right there. It's right about 17. Uh, You've got some good volume up here at about 19 where people bought in, including me. I think I bought in at like 18. I'm still holding. Um, Just Palantir. I mean, look at that MACD down there. If you wanted to buy in, I don't think it's crazy to think that you could buy in before earnings. And then February 5th, you see something about profitability. Might be an interesting one to look at. Uh, Netflix, we talked about the strategy on Netflix that I currently see. Um, Let's go back to Netflix because I do think – uh, the, the 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 weekly is an interesting one. If you don't have a position in Netflix, um, I like this one. Now they did pre-announce that this uh, deal before their earnings. I don't know if they were getting good news out there in the market so that they can um, soften the blow um, tonight with earnings. But the 50-day is moving up on the Bollinger Bands are a little more open than I would like. The RSI is a bit higher than I like. The MACD uh, looks like it's moving down. This isn't an A plus setup. Uh, but for me, a long-term holding, this should be in your portfolio. I have this as part of the grade eight. I say this all the time. It's part of the grade eight. Remember, the Magnificent Seven does not include this stock. Why they don't include this stock, I have no idea. If you look at this from the uh, the the June lows back in 2022, uh, you're up 174%. 174% if you just bought on the average down here when it started capitulating. Now, you can see the Bollinger Band cinched up. Classic move. Again, this isn't an A-plus setup because uh, the last time you crossed this 200-day back in July, you went back under. But I do think it's worth the opportunity. So four-hour looks solid, uh, looks a bit stretch. Uh, but look at the here, – here's what we can do. Um, do, 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 do. Oh, I am going to show you my biggest earnings player this week. And that's what where I was getting to. Earnings players. I think Intel. I think Intel is your solid earnings player this week. They report on Thursday. Um, it is January 25th. So they report on Thursday. 
The MACD just crossed up on the four hour. We have a a a, a, a buy at forty eight eighty five. RSI in no man's land, kind of weak, going down. But what I want to look at is over here. If we go to Intel, and I just uh, I want to chart, uh, and I'm going to go to charting. Uh, well, let's go to peers because I, I want to show you how to use Seeking Alpha on this because I've got in the between the core portfolio, um, and we're going to Qualcomm's in the core portfolio. AMD is a personal holding of mine, and, and I want to add Nvidia. Okay, um, these are the stocks that I want to compare, uh, and I'm going to look at the chart, uh, but I'm going to look at one month because if you see. Intel is down 3% while all of these others are way up. Does that mean that these have to these others like a, uh, Nvidia and AMD and Qualcomm have to come down? No, but it might mean that Intel comes up. Remember Taiwan Semi just released great earnings. Um, Intel hold buy hold. Uh, Nvidia strong, you can look at that. Quant factors, Nvidia obviously, the the big daddy of them all. But the other thing that I want to look at is I want to look at Intel, uh, and I'll go over here to charting, and I want to look at chart it against, uh, I don't want that S&P 500, but I want to look at it against the SOXX, which is the Semiconductor ETF. So this includes Qualcomm, it includes everything. Look at the one month. Um, Intel is down 3.41. Sox is up 4.55. So you might have a catch-up trade to 50, in my mind, if you get uh, up to 50. Now, long-term, we can look at the chart long-term. Uh, it is in the the middle of a rebound. You just had this cross up on the 200-day. Your 50-day is moving positive. Your 40, 45 would be your support level, where if you wanted to get out, I'd get out. The MACD is a little bit high. The RSI is a little bit stretched. Yes, but I really, really like this stock going into earnings just based on uh, Taiwan Semi's earnings, just based on the move that the other uh, chips have made. That's my, my A-plus setup for earnings. Okay, social request. Uh, hey, Gary, this was from email. New listener, uh, really enjoy your podcast. What are your thoughts uh, on BFRG? Um, Ted, Ted lives in Athens. So, uh, hey, go dogs. Uh, not Athens, the not Athens, the um, the 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 city in uh, Greece. Athens here in Georgia. Uh, Bullfrog. I mean, this one. This is is so. All of these AI names. Um, we'll look at this. Uh, BFRG. I've heard of this one. I don't know specifics about it, but when I I look at it here in Seeking Alpha, and we'll go back to the summary. Um, they are not covered as far as the, uh, the algo goes. There's not too many people talking about it kind of would pop me as a retail play based on, uh, AI. They're losing $4.75 million. They only have 6 million shares outstanding multiple bottom down here at 246. There's, it's not covered Uh year to date. It's up 105%. Um, I, you know, you you look at the sales, that's a lot of sales. I mean, $187,000 by the CEO, um, you know, he's, that's a lot of money for a company with a $40 million market cap. 
I mean, he's selling hundreds of thousands of dollars, probably to live. I mean, that was probably the reason for the IPO. Doesn't instill confidence in me. I, I don't find a lot about it. Uh, honestly, Ted, I'd probably trade it. And I, I wouldn't hold this for very long. I'd trade it on a super tight time frame. You got some gaps in, in this uh, run-up. But you, you see the volume. The volume is totally picking up. Look at that. Uh, January 16th, everybody started trading it. That's what's driving this. You can see it's a wasteland of volume back here compared to where it is today. The RSI, kind of in no man's land, coming down. It's overbought. I just would probably stay away from this stock. Again, I point out Netflix, uh, in, uh, Intel. There's a lot of other stocks that are better. This is one that you would trade, DWAC. Um, you know, I, I don't think DWAC is better. I think this one kind of falls in the same thing. Just the, the problem that you're going to have with Bullfrog is when your uh, your broker goes to try and uh, sell the stocks, that's not a lot of shares. There's only 1.38 million shares out there floating. So say you get a 10% move and everybody starts selling, that's the problem. You, you Your broker may not be able to get you out uh, with only a 10% loss. They may actually have to get you out with a 30, 40, 50% loss if it starts to go down. So I'd probably stay away from it. I just think there's better places. But if you want to trade it, go ahead. Uh, Shep. February 21st is Inverti Earnings. Uh, how about IONQ? Are you into quantum computing? I've got 500K in my retirement accounts, 10 years to retire, plus an annuity. Uh, how do I two plus times this money? Well, let's say put it on um, Detroit this weekend or Baltimore. I think those are my two favorites. That's how you two times your money. Shep, to be honest with you, you can't ask me how to do you two, two, um, two times the money. Nobody knows. I mean, nobody can tell you how to two times your money. If any, if, if there was a certain absolute plan on two times your money, that, that dude would, you know, Warren Buffett, how to two times your money. He, I mean, that's that, you know, he, he's been the most successful investor. IONQ, I went over it, um, with, when we were looking at my savvy trader performance, uh, earlier in the YouTube, IONQ, I'm in now. 1134 is the algorithm, uh, portion. This is highly risky. The algorithm, uh, makes you 249% versus 3.4%. Quantum computing, IONQ, uh, I trust what I've read about IONQ is that they uh, um, are one of the uh, kind of moonshots in quantum computing. They're losing $134 million. Uh, they have cash on hand, one, uh, $1.88. Uh, they have 199 million, so they only have about 400 million dollars uh, of cash on hand. Probably means you're going to get diluted at some point. Year to date, you're down 5.4 percent. Um, there's nobody really covering this uh, with a huge price target. The the target price is 16, and you're trading at 11. Now, IONQ, I, I would say put a small amount into this. Um, don't put, you know, the, the 500 K if, if you have 500 K, I would split it up between the core portfolio and that's how you double your money in, in 10 years. Um, that's how you do it. I mean, you know, the, the goal is to double your money in seven years with the S and P, um, the goal with Kathy, uh, Woods arc funds is to do it that in five years, she hasn't been able to do it, but I think the core portfolio provides you a good 35, uh, names that you could double your money easily. Put it in there. I would be heavy tech, but that's the way I am, Shep. Uh, IONQ, uh, if we go over here to Seeking Alpha and we look at IONQ, 
Um, let's look real quick. Do, 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 do. It's a strong sell. Uh, let's see. Um, I've got you know I've got less than a thousand dollars in this, so it's a super super small position. Strong sell in the quant. Um, IONQ is at risk of performing badly. You can learn why it's ranked twenty six out of twenty six in this uh, thing. Have I mentioned SMCI before? <laughs> Have I mentioned Apple before? This is technology hardware. So, you know, you've got your, your choices. Eh, it's probably one you trade. I mean, I've been buying and holding it. It's a moonshot. I've got under $1,000 and I'm not planning on putting money, more money into it. Uh, J-Web, what do you think of FidelityWise Origin FBTC Bitcoin ETF long term? Do you believe in cryptocurrency or will crypto be something that fails the test of time? Uh, all of these Bitcoin, um, you know, it was a uh, buy the rumor, sell the news. That's essentially what this is. Uh, I don't think you buy it until we get confirmation. I can't show anything to you because we just don't have anything in the four hour. Uh, do I believe in uh, the crypto? I think you get into one of these with lower fees, and I showed it on the newsletter. In one of my newsletters, you can see there uh, I have a chart of stuff. So JWeb, cryptocurrency is going to be around if you like it. I mean, I, I continue to say put 5% into your uh, into your portfolio, 5% crypto. It's a moonshot. It could be life-changing. I think that's a probably a good uh, a good way to do it. Bullish bites from Instagram. They want to know about PayPal. Um, CrowdStrike going crazy. Obviously, CRWD. I have not been able to get back into CrowdStrike. They mentioned CrowdStrike. These guys on on Instagram, they're killing it. Um, they've got some great picks. They do actually do some options plays too. Um, but CrowdStrike. I don't do options. CrowdStrike 265 was a buy, and you're at 296. I should have just bought in. I, I sold out here at about 248, I think, um, somewhere where it was capitulating, looked like it was going down. I didn't get back in. Um, I did take a huge gain on this one, uh, but you know, I, I like it. It's just it's gotten expensive. Uh, PayPal. Uh, I have been in PayPal. What are your thoughts? Heard some chatter about they may have some uh, impact on the bank overdraft scene. I haven't heard that. Um, I am holding until they get back to this 75 range, um, that gap up there. I do think that that's in range now. If we go back here, I mean, there's even a bigger gap up here to 70 uh, at 75 um, that just hasn't been covered. We go back here even more, there's a gap to 85 that hasn't been covered. The new CEO, his first earnings are on February 8th. They have a product day on February 25th. His uh, comment about shocking the world, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's not, I don't think it's crazy to think that um, they're doing things that are smart. And that's what you've seen. Pulling out of the Amazon deal, uh, it wasn't making the money. Smart. It wasn't a high margin business. Um, getting into buy now, pay later, I think that's what they're planning on. Uh, but he says they have some new product ideas, new things to do. These guys have Venmo. And and, and my favorite um, uh, cash is, is Venmo. If you want to tip me, if you guys have made money, and everybody's been super generous with the SMCI stuff. Um, but if you made money, I have my Venmo, my cash app, and my PayPal down here. Um, and you can tip me or, or gift me, I should say, uh, IRS reasons, gift me um, any amount that you money just to let me know that you made money. That's it. It's, if it's a dollar, it's great. Two dollars, whatever. Uh, but I, it does make me feel happy when you guys make money. PayPal, I like this going up. 
Um, I like the new CEO. Do I think that we bought him? I don't know. Year to date, you're up 5.8. Target price is 72. To get to 75, you'd need quite a bit of chatter. Um, you're up 2% today at 65. You can see we've topped out here at about 63 before. Um, that's kind of where we're capitulating right before earnings. It's just a hard one to, it's still expensive. Um, it's got a PE of 19, forward PE of 11. And you can look at Square just to kind of compare it. Um, they're losing money. Their forward PE is 21. But these guys, it, the double top on Square is at 80 bucks. It's trading at 67. Your target price is 78. I don't know which one I'd like better, but PayPal, I do own it. I still own it, and I still still own large positions at much higher prices. Uh, in my trading portfolio, I think the average um, average price that I've gotten in is around 63. So I'm up on that one, but I am super, super um, down outside the money on this one. I think my average price is somewhere in the neighborhood of 88, 89. So I was adding to this on the way down. It just wasn't a good thing. Uh, Dex from um, uh, from Spotify asked, UAL had an earnings beat. Do you think it's worth getting in at this price? I am not a f- airline fan. And I, the, the note that I wrote, I hate airlines to own but at the multiple that united just mentioned in their in their um in their stock in their earnings i think this could run to 50 i'm not trading it uh, perfectly clear i am not trading it i am not owning this but i do think uh with a pe of 5 and a forward pe of 3 i think they could make an inroad uh into um you know uh, get higher Airlines have pricing power. Um, they 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 may be reducing their price again, getting their margins up. Um, the the problem that you have with UAL specifically, and they mentioned this, if it's um, if the uh, the Max the Boeing Max Nine uh, is uh, out of commission for more than a month, each month that it's out of commission, it eats into their profits by three percent. That's the problem that you have. Um, so they, they, the wall street liked that message because it's up 7% today. Do I think you can get in? I think you do have this gap up here at 44. You could probably trade it to that because your MACD is down so far. (laughs) I mean, it's just getting the rise that it deserves where uh, they did. Okay. It wasn't anything crazy. So I, I just hate airlines. I just hate airlines. I just don't think that they make a ton of uh, sense to trade it. Now, as far as the scans go, we had tons. We had tons and tons of scans that crossed up. Um, I do think we're still in this bull rally. Qs are only up 0.12. We're kind of coming flat. There's definitely some stocks that you can pick and choose that are up like Cleveland Cliffs, up 2.43%. This is a $20 stock. This one uh, this one got you in at $18.09 yesterday. So this is one to get in on. Uh, MPLX, it got a cross up here. This is, again, an energy name that has been uh, not beaten down but has held up in the energy sector. Got you in at $36.75. Um, 3647. Sorry. Snowflake actually got you in. Uh, Snowflake got you in at, uh, let's see, got you in at 197. Would I buy it here? No. Snowflake, I'd probably trim it here to be honest with you. Um, Look at the range. I've said this before. This is the range uh, that I trade Snowflake in. 
probably trimming it. When we get to, t- I'll put in an order probably today to trim it. Uh, we had Snap. Snap is part of my own personal portfolio. This was one that kind of got some capitulation um, on the downturn here. Uh, we're in at 1648. You can see there's a nice trading range coming up here. All the gaps on the downside are worrisome. These guys are not making money. Their earnings are coming up on February 6th. If for some reason they tell you that we have a growth in users and the AI that they're using uh, is good, I think you pop back up to 29 on this. The, the valuation is crazy. But I do think with a, uh, a um, an election coming up, I think that they just don't make money. That's the problem with Snap is they just don't make money. Average target price, $14. You're trading at $16.50. If you look at these, yeah, uh, January 17th, Piper Sandler moved it to 17. You're trading at 16.35. So I think it's crazy to buy in here. But do I think it has an opportunity? I do. I do. If they announce anything about making money, I think you come back up here. Um, Arc F, Arc K, Arc W. Uh, Arc, did Arc G get a cross up? Uh, I will put all of these names in here in the newsletter because there's just too many to go over. XLB, XLF, uh, they all have cross ups. Uh, you can see Arc G, not quite a cross up yet, but probably tomorrow it will get. But all the other arcs got a cross up. Uh, one that I found super interesting is in the low cost ETF section of that I scanned uh, in my own personal list. Um, well, I share it with anybody that signs up for TrendSpider. It's RSP. It's an Invesco equal weight S&P 500 uh, ETF. Now, this one, the algorithm makes you 16% over two years uh, versus just making 1.4% in, the, uh, in, in, in buying and holding. It has 27 positions. It shouldn't move that much, but it does for an ETF. It's not levered. It's just an equal weight. So for instance, the S&P, it owns one share of each of the 500 companies. Uh, SPY and others, which are market weight, uh, they do it by market cap. Um, But you can see we're down here in the the MACD. It's kind of crossing up. The RSI is in no man's land at 59 do we get a second leg here? And and that's the question is, do the markets move up because the other, uh, the lower end is actually moving them up? You can see this one. I mean, the, the equal weight is what everybody has said uh, you should be buying into. Look at that trading range that we're in. We're, we're at the top of this this current trading range, but the Bollinger Bands are just starting to, 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 uh, to go out. The 50-day is moving positive. I mean, it just started moving positive. You've got a tremendous, tremendous amount of volume pushing this one up in recent weeks. But MACD is kind of moving down. I would, you know, th- this one looks interesting to me. And, and, that, and that's why I bring it up. Uh, levered ETFs. We had that cross up. FAS. This is the financials. Financial bull three times. Uh, this is one that's been 84.79 is the current buy-in. You're at 80, 84.90. If we look at a weekly on this one, remember it's a decaying asset, but you're just at the 200 day. So it's not crazy to think that we could go up if the financials are solid. You could go up 95 or so. I mean, that would be a solid move to, to make on this, uh, this triple levered ETF. URTY, SVXY. The VIX, it's just not getting any. I mean, the VIX isn't moving. The VIX just has not moved. So SVIXI is the one that's been making money. SVIXI makes you 91% if you held just 24 months. 
This is a triple levered ETF on the VIX, short term. It's futures. 107.902 is the buy-in. Now you're up 0.86%, 107.91. I would not play this one personally, but the the VIX is one that's just kind of settling down. Okay, Uh, long, long, long show today. Remember, uh, if you want TrendSpider, click on this link, then you email me. Uh, Use the code DSP25 for an additional 25% off. Uh, Get Seeking Alpha Premium for, I think it's 189 bucks. Charting, all of that stuff you get. Uh, If you want to uh, look into beating the S&P Alpha Picks, this is 100 bucks a year. Um, It's super, super solid. I've I've been looking at some of their picks. I really like them. What I really like is the research that goes behind when they add picks. Uh, If you're not in Weeble, Add your just add a thousand dollars in Weeble. I love this app. I was watching the public uh, public.com CEO um, on uh, on CNBC this morning, and that's a he was touting his app. I don't know how can it be better than freaking Weeble. When I pull up charts and I show them to friends, that's the one that I use. I will start using the Trend Spider mobile app when they actually update it, uh, but it's there. Um, Daily Stock Week newsletter, it's a free newsletter. Everything that you hear me going over. Uh, it's all free here. Um, the, the the weekend ones are paid. I have this educational series, which is uh, getting one uh, a lot of uh, kudos. Uh, but all of this is free. All of it's free. So I'll include everything for free. Just go sign up, dailystockpick.substack.com, or just go to the link tree and, and sign up. We talked about Verizon. I have a phone plan here. Uh, anything that you want is here. If you make money, if you, you got into SMCI and you made a couple of bucks, throw a couple bucks my way. Uh, I do this for free. Venmo, PayPal, Cash App, anything there. Any of our um, uh, the the socials are up here. You've got the Substack. You've got the uh, the Cash Venmo. Uh, you got the YouTube. You got the uh, X or Twitter Voz Vase. Um, you've got Spotify. You've got Apple Podcast, Facebook. It's a private Facebook group. It leads you right there. You can sign up, um, enter, and you just have to say who hosts the show. Gary is the host of the show. So I will talk to you guys tomorrow. I hope Netflix is good. If you are on YouTube, hit the uh, notification button. I may trade live today with uh, with Netflix. So, And I like DSP. Uh, and I like Intel going into earnings. So uh, any of those names, I think, you know, again, they're, they're likes for me. Uh, whether I get into them, eh, I'll let you know. I, I, I'll definitely let you know if I get into them. So keep, keep an eye on the social. Every morning Bye. I wake up to the sound of the trading bell. My heart starts to pound. and fears.